Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and at Generations Church, we exist to glorify God in our community, to make disciples that make disciples, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome to Generations Church 5-Minute Recap. I'm Jeff Luddington, and on Sunday, we covered Isaiah chapter 19 and 20. These two chapters are a judgment by God over the nation of Egypt for their rejection of him. It says, Behold, the Lord is riding on a swift cloud and coming to Egypt. Now, Egypt used to be the most prominent nation on the world. In fact, there was a time when it was Egypt was the one most powerful nation on the earth. But today, Egypt is functionally a third world country. Egypt today is ranked 102nd in the world in terms of per capita economic strength. There was a time when Egypt's pyramids represented the towering achievement of human technology. But today, they just stand as ancient reminders of a nation that once was. There are three things God says he is going to do to Egypt to get their attention. He says, I'm going to strip these three things from you. First is the fertility of their land. Egypt lies on the River Nile, and the Nile used to provide fertility for crops and for animals and, and provide for them. He says, next, not only your fertility, but your provision, your ability to eat and provide food. Egypt was once so powerful that not only did they provide for themselves, but they also provided for the nations around them. Thirdly, God says, I'm going to destroy your economics, your business. I'm going to take away what makes you wealthy. And then God gives Egypt an image for them to ponder. It says, the Lord has mingled within her a spirit of confusion inside of Egypt. And listen to this. It says, and they will make the Egypt stagger in all its deeds as a drunken man staggers in his vomit. That's the image God says. When I strike you, you'll be so confused, you'll stagger around like a drunk man in his vomit. But then the passage shifts and God says this, in that day, when all this takes place, in that day, Egypt will swear allegiance to the Lord of hosts. He says, in that day there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord at its border. In other words, Egypt will come to faith. All this will take place. This judgment will take place. Many will be judged in Egypt, but then some will come to faith. He says, it'll be a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt when they cry to the Lord because of their oppressors that he, meaning God, will send them a savior, a defender, and deliver them. Isaiah preaches Jesus to Egypt 2,800 years ago, long before they would ever come to faith. He says, this destruction, this judgment will cause you to follow me. God says he will make himself known to the Egyptians, and they will worship the Lord in that day. But at what cost do the people of Egypt come to faith? At what cost do the people of Egypt receive a savior? How many Egyptians will be judged and killed while a nation remains disobedient to God, continuing in unrepentance? That ought to be a warning for us in the church, for us in America. How long do we as individuals continue in unrepentance, just waiting for God to to cause us to come back to him, and maybe through discipline, maybe through judgment? How long will we as a nation continue to forget that God is where we find our blessing? Chapter 20 in Isaiah is an amazing call that God gives his servant, the prophet Isaiah, 
He tells Isaiah, I want you to strip off all your clothes, take off your sandals, and I want you to walk amongst the people. And then he says this, and I'm just going to read it. Chapter 20, starting in verse 3, it says, As my servant Isaiah has walked naked and barefoot for three years as a sign and a portent against Egypt, so shall the king of Assyria lead away the Egyptian captives, both the young and the old, naked and barefoot, with their buttocks uncovered the nakedness of Egypt. God says this, and he, he tells Isaiah to run around naked in front of the people to tell them, this will be how I will humble you and break you. I will cause another army to come in and destroy you, and they will strip you down, and they will march you out of your country naked and ashamed. Again, I ask the question, yes, people come to faith through this. Yes, we return to God through things like this. But at what cost? We have the opportunity to return to God without the, the penalty, without the discipline, without the punishment. God, through His Holy Spirit inside of us, speaks to us and calls us to return. What cost are we willing to learn our lessons at? And shouldn't we just listen to God's voice today?